Hi, welcome to Heartland Startups. I'm your host, Johnny Whitfield. In this episode, I interview Alicia, the founder of Xena Free. You can check them out on the web at xenafree.com. That's X-E-N-A-F-R-E-E.com. You can contact Alicia through the website or through the company's social media. Xenafree is based in Nashville, Tennessee, which is my hometown, so I'm pretty excited about having a, a hometown-based company on the show. Alicia and I met at the Entrepreneur Center, which is a great place and a valuable resource for entrepreneurs in Nashville. Highly recommend checking it out. Alicia is going to talk about being a first-time founder in a new city, getting awareness for a service that is needed, but not necessarily a sexy market to dive into, and the experiences of being a female entrepreneur in today's marketplace. I think you're going to get a lot of great insight from this episode, especially if you're a woman, and more especially if you're a woman thinking about starting your own company. This episode is brought to you by Air5. Air5 is a revolutionary rewards program for social drinking. You can find them on the web at air5.com. That's A-I-R-F-I-V-E.com. Or download the app on iOS and Android and start getting reimbursed for your drinks today. Without further ado, I present Episode 3. Hi, and here we are for Heartland Startups, Episode 3. Today, our guest, Alicia, the founder of Xena Free. Welcome, Alicia. Hi, Johnny. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am fabulous. Thank you so much for being being on the show. I think, uh, I think a lot of people are going to be very, very excited about your product. So I'm excited, too. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so for all of our listeners who, who haven't heard of Xena Free yet, just... Let's give them the rundown. Go. Absolutely, sure. Uh, so my name is Alicia, as you just said, and I founded a company called Xena Free. We are a subscription service for women at work, and we provide them with secure access to feminine hygiene products at the place they spend the most time away from home. So we literally get rid of those sanitary dispensers that no one wants to use, and we replace them with state-of-the-art Bluetooth technology. So people are able to access the products they want to have um, whenever they want to, uh, whenever they need them. And then we can keep track of inventory by keeping it locked and we know which products go where. So it's pretty cool. It's really exciting. It doesn't exist. So I'm really pumped for what's coming up in the future for our company. That is awesome. Um, so so how, did you, how did you come up with the idea for this? Um, mostly from experience. I've worked a lot of jobs and um, it's happened to me before where I've run out of supplies and I needed to ask someone to borrow something or I've had to leave the office and run to the store on my lunch break. And um, it doesn't happen often enough for me to remember to keep, you know, the correct purse with me at the right time. Um, And even if I, you know, a superwoman every month, um, I've also had people ask me, for you know, if they could borrow something that I have. So mm-hmm. um, I saw a need. Um, it happens often enough to where it would be much more convenient to just have what we need at the office and not have to think about it. Right. Um, so about six months ago, I started kind of thinking about how we could solve the issue, um, started doing my research, discovered that the dispensers that are available, um, and some offices don't even carry them anymore, um, but the ones that do have them, those models are exactly the same as they were in like 1914 so that like <laughs> wow. really fired me up i was like yeah. oh that's that's awesome uh 100 yep. years plus 
for an innovation. Um, so then I was really determined to find something that would work. Um, and that's kind of how we got to today. So I uh, cool. spent the last you know, six or seven months doing research and validating the idea. And now um, just moved to Nashville. So now we're here um, and ready to rock and roll. So I'm really excited. Very cool. Yeah. Well, um, that, that is awesome. Way, way to, to, you know, you, you took the idea and then you took action. You just oh, yeah. dove right in there. And I, and I love that. Um, that's, that's the real entrepreneurial spirit, you know, that, that people get eye out. They want to be successful. That's for sure. Oh yeah. So, um, it, it, it's really cool. Cause I mean, this isn't one of those like, um, <laughs> ironic, we'll call it, um, sexy industries, you know, where people are <laughs> trying to come up with the next, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff and, and doing all those kind of, um, tech, uh, consumer facing tech stuff that uh, isn't really solving a problem where it's a need. It's really just a want. Mm -hmm. You're actually solving a pain, a, a real pain point um, at a need level. Right. And uh, so, so how, how has that been? Um, and um, in terms of like getting the message started, really getting the message across, getting the conversation started, um, when you're talking about something that people aren't like pumped up to talk about, but right. they know that they need to. Um, exactly. Um, it's definitely been um, an interesting and fun challenge. Um, when I talk to women, it's really easy to kind of have the conversation because we've literally all been there. I have not met a woman yet that hasn't had the same experience when they're at work. Um, so those conversations kind of keep the fuel in the fire for me. Um, as you know, you know, being an entrepreneur is definitely lots of roller coaster of emotions. You know, every other day, you're, yeah. one day you're like, this is the best thing ever and I'm going to rule the world. And then the next day, you know, you're like this. Why did I ever decide to quit my job or, you know, try <laughs> yeah. something new? So um, having those conversations with women is really, really empowering um, and kind of keeps the fuel for me because I see the lights in their eyes when I explain the concept to them. And they're like, huh, why did no one ever think of that? Um, and originally I was kind of hesitant to kind of talk about it with guys, but, um, I just kind of found a way to, you know, make it funny. Um, you know, and yeah. even if they don't, you know, obviously guys don't have to deal with this, um, right. when they're at work, but by and large, you know, guys have met a woman before, hopefully. <laughs> so, um, Typically, you know, like, right. The whether case. it's a girlfriend or your sister or a good friend of yours. Um, yep. you know, they can relate on, you know, the need level of, Hey, you know, just like when you need different dietary you know, options available at a cafe, right. it's kind of the same thing where explaining to them, like, you know, women have this issue and I found a really cool way to solve it. And, you know, we can mm -hmm. kind of keep the subject taboo as people, you know, you don't necessarily have to talk about it, but it's really cool to, you know, meet somebody that's actually trying to solve the problem for, you know, people that you care about or people that you work with. So, um, right. it's, you know, they've been really receptive. Um, and it's awesome. not, since we're not talking about the operation of the products that I, sure. that I offer, <laughs> then it's definitely, you know, a lot easier to kind of have that conversation and they're, you know, very receptive and they, they can tell that it's a really good idea. So, um, it's been good. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so you're, you're getting the product into the workplace, right? Mm-hmm. And it, so is it, um, you're targeting mostly the, is it as a B2B, like you're selling to the office, the subscription, um, as like a, like a per person, um, tab or, or how, how does that work? 
Yeah, so we actually have the capability of doing it both ways. So um, on one level, we do have to talk to property managers, make sure we're um, compliant with fire codes and not blocking any entrances and things like that, which is why we do the custom made cabinets because, you know, all restrooms don't look the same. Um, And then on a tenant level, so from the business that, you know, whose employees are using our services, Mm -hmm. the um, company can opt to sponsor memberships if they like. Or if they just want to say, hey, you know, we're not going to offer it as a perk for our employees, but you can definitely let them choose their own products um, and they can sign up on their own. Then people can subscribe um, with their own accounts. They can log in. Um, We ask them, you know, simple questions about what they use and then we will notify them when it's available Mm -hmm. and they get their own PIN number. So we're we're kind of able to be flexible on that front as far as um, who, you know, is responsible for each membership. Um, we can go either way. That's really cool. So it can be B2B, it can be B2C, mm-hmm. just whatever whatever the um, the place wants to provide. Exactly. Um, and you know, and just have, and then just having the option there, uh, you know, makes it a lot easier. And they they can just let the customer decide. So there's really, I wouldn't think there would be a whole lot of a objection from from any business being like, no, we definitely don't want to do this, especially mm-hmm. since you're giving them the option to not even have to to pay per per you know woman that's using the service exactly that's that's uh that's really cool really really flexible haven't uh haven't seen a lot of businesses like that yeah the being able to use the bluetooth technology just to control the inventory is really kind of how we're able to offer that um so at this point it's really just about spreading awareness um and you know convincing people that or showing people that it's a great idea um, sure. for their employees and, you know, showing them the numbers that employees do want this um, option and it's much less disruptive for them to not have to leave the office if they're out of things. Um, so it's yeah. it's still a little bit of a challenge to kind of explain it because it doesn't exist, but it's really, it's really fun to kind of see the evolution as we kind of move, you know, toward contacting different companies and finding different ways to kind of get our foot in the door. So Awesome. Yeah. Speaking speaking of that, um, awareness. You know, getting awareness is always difficult for for a new company. So, yeah. what are you doing, and what what are you know different different paths? Um, wh- where are you seeing some traction to get Xena uh, free in front of potential customers? Definitely. Um, so, I currently am a member at the Entrepreneurship Center. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm actually currently in talks with them and a couple of other co-working spaces to um, kind of launch a pilot program with them. Yeah. Um, so that kind of gets us in the door um, with businesses that are used to and you know currently work with entrepreneurs um, to be able to do our testing phase and things like that. And then um, as far as creating awareness, I go to pretty much every networking event I can find <laughs> right. online. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I actually just did a blog post about um, all the cards I collected in January and like what you're supposed to do when you collect over 200 cards in 30 days. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. I think that that blog post might get a little bit of traction. Hopefully you've got uh, oh, yeah. Xena free tagged in there somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah. So, um, you know, like just basically explaining, you know, to anyone that'll listen, um, you know, as I'm out networking with people sure. um, yeah. and then then the general sales, you know, I guess process, um, you know, making cold calls, knocking on doors, telling people right. about our projects um, and yeah. see, you know, ask them feedback and things like that and, you know, just make adjustments as we go. So 
Um, it's been, you know, received really well. Um, so we're just, you know, excited to kind of get the exposure up, you know, with things like this with the podcast. Um, I'm also, I've also gotten accepted into a few competitions. So that will also Congratulations. help with our exposure a lot as well. Yes, I'm really excited and nervous, but. <laughs> of, of course. Um, yeah, mostly excited. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> working on those as well. Um, so, you know, telling anyone that'll listen it's pretty much my main strategy. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I think um, for everybody, our listeners, uh, the Entrepreneur Center in Nashville, uh, Tennessee, is a, is a great resource. It's where Alicia and I met. Um, really, really great place. A lot of, a lot of really smart people there, um, you know, just hustling. And, and, and that, those kinds of environments are, are really great for something like this because, you know, you can bounce ideas off of uh, the other people in in the space yeah and they can help you you know maybe they've they've already been to the step that you're coming up to um right. you know because there's there's people who have have started a wide variety of businesses and a ton of different industries and and they're all just hanging out there together and and everybody's at least at the entrepreneur center everybody's pretty pretty open pretty friendly and um you know, willing to, to talk and wants to help. So that's, oh, that's yeah. it's a great resource. Uh, how, how, how did you find the Entrepreneur Center? Oh, man. Um, I think it was just a random Google search. Um, we, I just moved here Christmas night. So oh, wow. um, like a couple weeks before when we were kind of packing and preparing to move, I decided to stop applying for jobs and, um, you know, really decided at that point that I was going like, to give this thing a full throttle you know attempt yeah. to, to try yeah. and launch so um i you know started looking around to see if you know if i had to work from home or you know if um if there was you know somewhere i could work out of or like resources i can get connected to um as soon as i got here and um my my husband's aunt actually is an entrepreneur as well and so Very she cool. kind of pointed me into in the direction of a few different resources across the city and the entrepreneurship center happens to be one of them yeah. and so i you know was able to come schedule a tour um, during the orientation and loved you know the energy that's there and yeah. being around the people like as i kind of saw how every everything went and how their programs work um it really you know made me excited and made me want to you know definitely set up shop there if i could so um it worked out that way and i've definitely been happy over the last two months um especially access to mentors and everybody's just really helpful um that you do meet that works there and yep. then of course the other entrepreneurs such as yourself um you know Thank just you. being able to meet other people um, that are, you know, working on their own projects and they, you know, have networking events that we can go to. It's, you know, it's been, right. it's been a really great experience. That's awesome. So speaking of that, I mean, you're, you're a first time founder in a new city. <laughs> uh, that's, that's quite a lot of new stuff, right? Oh, at yeah. the same time. <laughs> so how, how has that, I mean, you're dealing with all of these changes all at once. Um, you know, a lot of people never experience either of them. You're doing them both at the same time. How's <laughs> how's that going? Um, it is interesting. It's going well so far. Um, my husband's really supportive, so that, that definitely helps. helps a lot. Yeah. Um, and you know, being coming from the East Coast, uh, you know, lower cost of living is also very helpful because we're able to right. stretch our dollars a lot farther um, yep. or further, should I say? And um, 
but it's been really exciting. I used to work in hotels, so I always tell people, like, I've never met a stranger. So right. um, That's cool. <laughs> I'll talk to anybody, you know, no matter what they look like or, you know, if they're in yeah. the middle of a conversation, I'll interject and say, hey, guys, how's it going? Um, yeah. So I'll, you know, pretty much, you know, start a conversation with anyone. And then, you know, at the networking events, I always tell people, like, I just moved here. So if anybody wants to be my friend, <laughs> I would love <laughs> to meet, you know, meet you for drinks. So, you know, finding ways to break the ice always helps. Um, sure. And then, of, of course, follow-up is important. So I've been fortunate enough to be able to schedule a lot of coffee dates with people, and they've been really helpful, you know, getting me in contact with different companies that, you know, they think would love to, you know, use our service. Um, yeah. So just kind of making sure that that momentum kind of stays up um, is kind of how I've dealt with it. And then, like I said, I go to, to a couple networking events a day usually so wow. yeah. i'm always surrounded by people for the most part and you've seen me like in and out of the entrepreneurship yeah. center yeah. i like, usually you're, come in yeah <laughs> bouncing around like you're yeah. always hustling i love it exactly i'll stay you know there for a couple of hours make some phone calls and then i'll you know head off to some lunch that i've signed up for on meetup.com yeah um so you know just always trying to stay busy and making sure that you know, the people that I do connect with, I stay connected with them and, you know, always looking for a new person to meet. So um, it's been really fun. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, props to you. That's fantastic. Being so, you know, just open and engaged and, and jumping right in, uh, both both with the new city and the, and the new venture. And, you know, it sounds like and maybe this is because it's your personality and, and that's how you like to operate. But yeah. it seems like doing the two at the same time seems to seems to be working out pretty well for you. Yeah, I was, uh, I was actually named after a hurricane. So I oh. do. <laughs> that's actually and it's, it's turned out to be very similar to my personality. So, yep, just um, I kind of operate on all in. cylinders and yep, just <laughs> keep it moving. I have, you know, certain times when I'm like the eye of the storm and everything is calm. But for the most part, sure, I operate in like, you know, full throttle all the time. So yeah, um, it's you know, it also works very well with my personality for sure. So that's awesome. Um, so, you know, I did, I did a little research, um, yeah. women aren't, uh, starting companies in mass yet, but now I, I would think is, is probably the best time ever to be a woman founder. Um, the number of venture backed companies with a female founder has nearly doubled from nine and a half percent in 2009 to 18% in 2014, mm -hmm. uh, which was great. I got that source, um, it was TechCrunch. Uh, those were the latest numbers I could find. Um, and, and I know that, you know, you're, you're looking for funding. So being a woman founder, seeking funding, how, how uh, does this affect your strategy for all of that? Um, it's actually worked out really well, like you, you touched on it a little bit. Um, it's definitely the perfect time to be a female founder. There are so many more resources available for us now than there were, you know, even two years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and one of them actually is the I Fund Women campaign. Um, it's a company that's founded by um, a female founder up in New York. Um, awesome. And it's actually a crowdfunding um, platform similar to Kickstarter and Indiegogo um, that's for women founded companies specifically. So um, they're actually in conjunction with the mayor's office. Uh, we're running a campaign for female entrepreneurs in Nashville um, this cool. month. So I'm actually getting that stuff ready, doing a promotion video and trying to take awesome. pictures. And um, yeah. so that's going to be kind of the beginning of doing the fundraising um, as well as getting plugged in and being able to um, 
be a part of those pitch competitions that are coming up. Um, so it's really very similar to when you're networking and trying to get your company out there. Um, you mm -hmm. have to, you know, put yourself, you know, out there, even if it's uncomfortable, just like talk to whoever you can, because you really never know who's going to connect you to um, those, you know, angel investors or, you know, right. give you be that referral that you need that can make the difference, you know, between you being funded and not being funded. Yes. Um, so a lot of it's definitely, you know, the the self-confidence and the willing to willingness to push through, you know, your insecurities and push through, you know, even sure. if you're afraid to, to speak to certain people, you know, you just do it anyway. Because um, you never really know, even if one person can't help you or doesn't like your idea, they might know somebody who does. Um, so always being open to new conversations um, definitely helps. And it also really, really, really helps for my company specifically to be in Nashville with all these new buildings coming up. Oh, my <laughs> um, God. It's like every day a new, a new building goes exactly, up. Exactly. It's insane. So, um, you know, also just adds to the excitement for, you know, having a new idea. And, sure. you know, my company needs these new buildings to go up so I can, you know, become a vendor and um, right. kind of get my foot in the door. It helps to be able to do that as they're building the buildings rather than trying to convince them to change over from dispensers that they've already wasted money on. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's definitely um, it's, you know, still a challenge because I am a woman owned company, but it's it's a fun one. I'm I'm always up for a challenge. So if I see something that just makes me more determined to want to achieve it. So. I'm definitely excited for the opportunity for sure. Awesome. And I, and I think, you know, there's a lot of great advice in there for, for any uh, would-be female founders. Um, you know, just th the opportunity is there. And exactly. uh, just be willing to attack it. Um, you know, there, there's going to be times when you're scared. I'm scared. You know, <laughs> I was scared to do this podcast. I mean, if, if people listen to the first one, I was, ta I was talking with uh, Jeremy, uh, founder of Air 5, and we were talking about how long it took me to, to finally do this. I was talking about the podcast, but, I was, <laughs> you know, you're always going to be afraid of failure and yeah, always going to be afraid of, of you know, getting um, just terrible reviews or whatever it is, uh, you know, that you're doing. But you just you don't limit yourself in your thinking and, and just take that action and keep getting better and and you can succeed so exactly um yeah that's our word of encouragement any ladies listening to the to the podcast you know do the research put in the work but and but don't let the fear of of anything hold you back go, go for it exactly um, very cool um so one last question about uh the company and then then my signature question so of course for Zena free what do you see um, for the company in the industry for the next six months? And how about uh, for over the, in a year from now? Where do you see Xena Free? Definitely. Um, so I'll, I'll add it in three months as well. So right now we're doing okay. a pilot phase. Um, so sure. my plan is um, to get my foot in the door, get into a couple companies to run a pilot phase. So we install for free, we test it. Um, I've definitely already kind of run the idea by my end users. So we're trying mm -hmm. to hit the ground running, get that done before the summer hits. Um, and then the next six months, I would really like to have contracts signed and um, agreements signed with several commercial property management companies in the area. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be that's going to be the real catalyst to spreading Xena free across Nashville. So right now we're focusing on Nashville and the surrounding area. So okay. here, Franklin, Hendersonville, you name it. Um, sure. Just getting into, you know, as many offices as we possibly can in the next six months to a year. Um, gotcha. And then 
past a year, I would like to be moving on to other cities. So okay. once I get the logistics down with my on foot deliveries, um, like right. personal deliveries, then we'd be able to expand to Chattanooga, expand to Atlanta um, and okay. larger markets like that. Um, and hopefully, you know, with we're spreading the knowledge and um, with, you know, getting exposure for Xena Free, um, sure. you know, we take off like once we're able to get into other markets then we can go nationwide after that. So that's my plan. Um, yeah. Most people try to do that in three to five years. I would, I would love to get it done before yeah, Christmas. I think, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, good. I love the ambition and, and I think you can do it. Um, Thank uh, you. you know, I mean, I believe in you uh, just from the, the little bit that we've talked at the Entrepreneur Center. Um, you, you are, you've clearly got a vision, you've got a plan and, um, and you've got the work ethic. So. Uh, no it. doubt in my mind, you're going to be successful at this. Um, I definitely, I want to, I want to have us get together again, you know, uh, maybe six months from now, um, at least and you know, a year, a year from now and, and do a checkup, you know, like yeah. how, how far have we come? What's the net, you know, and, and I think that'll be really cool. Definitely. Um, so if, if somebody, uh, you know, listens to this and they, and they want to get in, in touch with you, um, maybe they want to be a part of the business um, or, or just be a customer. How, how should they uh, reach you? Oh, man, uh, there are several different ways. You can go to our website and that's www.zenafree.com. And that's with an X as in xylophone. Um, yep. And there's a contact us form right on that page that you can click, type in um, your information and whatever you'd like to talk about. Um, it comes directly to my phone, so I will get the notification and reach right back out to you. I'm very responsive. Um, that is can true. Also, yeah, I don't, everything <laughs> comes to my phone dies a lot. Like I have to keep it charged even when I leave the house. It just stays on the charger when I'm in the car because <laughs> otherwise it'll die because I have so many different things that come to my phone so I can, you know, stay abreast of what's happening. Um, yep. And then you can also reach out to us on social media. So um, Instagram and Twitter, it's at B Zena Free, like B as in boy, E as in Edward Zena Free. Um, and then on Facebook, it's just um, backslash Zena Free. So um, awesome. we have pages on all of those. You can just search us and same thing mm -hmm. there. If you send us a direct message or a message on Facebook, um, it yeah. comes to my phone. So I will <laughs> see it as well. Um, Great. And definitely get back to you if you'd like to talk. Let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So the last question, and this isn't uh, necessarily about uh, your, your company or your industry. Yeah. Um, what's one trend you see coming uh, in the next year or two that most people don't see yet? Um, I would have to say that it would be in international travel. Um, okay. Even with what we're going through with the different things with the wall or whatever. The um, political stuff. Right. Yeah, the political stuff. Um, Travel bans. I think that, that, right. Stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that people are recognizing that experiences are a lot more valuable than things are. Mm -hmm. Um, and as us as millennials like move into being the largest um, group that is here, um, we're definitely a lot more um, into you know trying new things, trying new adventures, and wanting to see the world. Yeah. Um, and the world, you know, of course, as technology advances, the world becomes smaller and smaller. Yes. So um, I definitely think that that's probably a really huge trend that 
if somebody can figure out a way to get it right, kind of kind of like mm-hmm. those articles of talking about if someone can get the first wine club to get it right, the first yep. travel club to get it right for millennials, I think that they would have a really, really oh, wow. huge audience um, yeah. that, you know, is r- willing and able to, you know, travel and, you know, make sacrifices at home so they can actually like, get out and see the world and do yep. new things. Because um, I, I definitely see that. I, it it happens with me, so, and like my, my friends, so that's kind of why I say that I think that's a trend that's coming um, that a lot of people don't recognize. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I bet somebody's going to listen to this podcast and then go pitch a venture capitalist that they're going to be <laughs> the, you know, birch box for international travel. Exactly. And, uh, you know, try to get funded off of that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, I, I love that. I love that trend. Um, I mean, I know personally, I'm, I want, I got the travel bug, you know, I want, I want to, <laughs> exactly. I want to go, I want to see a bunch of different things, experience a bunch of different cultures. And, um, I've, in the little bit that I've traveled, uh, so far, I, you know, it really does open up your mind to outside of what you're used to. And, mm-hmm. and it, um, you know, it changes your perspective a lot, I think, and Definitely. makes, you know, if, if, if a bunch of people like traveled and got past their, their little bubble, they would start being more accepting of, of other people. Exactly. And God, we need that so bad uh, oh, yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Oh, I, I hope that you are right. I, you know, so desperately. Me too. Um, and, and I do think so. I think, you know, when a lot of people talk about like, you know, all the problems with millennials, I'm like, whatever what, you know, we're, I think a lot more, accepting of each other and accepting of, of different, the differences in each other yeah. than any generation before us. So oh, yeah. I, I think we're going to be fine. We just got to make sure to not, you know, let anybody have power to tell us no, <laughs> basically. There we go. Yep. We've got to keep that fearless spirit. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, and, you know, and I think we're, you know, we're, as you are proving yourself more entrepreneurial and we're, you know, we're trying new things and we're embracing new opportunities and the challenges that are coming. Um, and, and, and it's exciting. Definitely. I, I love it. And, and I think that, you know, that's a, that's a great high note to end on some positivity, you know? Oh yeah. Love it. I love it. Uh, thank you so much, Alicia, for, for spending some time with me today. Oh, and thank you for having me. It's really been fun. My first podcast, so I'm really excited. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yes. Now, you know, hopefully uh, people will be like, oh, Xenofree is amazing. Oh, yeah. Where did I hear about them? Heartland Startups. Yeah. There so we it'll, go. it'll work out great for both of us, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That'll be really cool. Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks again to, to Alicia. Um, everybody, check out Xenofree. Um, go to their website, xenafree.com. That's X-E-N-A-F-R-E-E.com. And, um, and, you know, get, get the word out, get engaged with them. Um, and, and, yeah, it's really, really cool stuff. So thanks again for listening, everybody. Have a great rest of your day.